Hi, welcome to Sustain Talks. I'm Sam Candy, and today I'm joined by Richard Hagen. He's the Managing Director of Crystal Doors. Richard is a leader in environmental manufacturing. He's part of the Rochdale Council Emergency Climate Change Committee, winner of the 2021 Queen's Award for Sustainable Enterprise and winner of EDSME. Um, to me, Richard, uh, you are one of those people that sustainability runs through your blood. I love being connected with you. I love reading about all the work that you're doing, and I can't wait to have this conversation. I've been wanting to have this conversation for a while. Um, please, please do tell us a little bit more about how you got started, um, why, why so sustainable. Thank you very much and good morning. And it is absolutely incredible to be uh, sort of invited with you, Sam. I think the longer you wait, the more exciting it gets. Uh, the, the whole point is everybody's on a journey. Uh, people start on their journey with very, very little insight. And that was myself in 2015. Uh, and as it's been quoted now, Richard was in a proper crisis. And it was. Uh, I purchased a biomass burner to, to burn all the waste. And this was to save money. And that's where I come from, is trying to save money. Not necessarily at that time save the planet, but having no planning permission and having a 28 days notice to sort of turn it off, pull it out, um, that meant the end of my business. And it was not other business people per se that sort of helped me. It was the environmental people. Is uh, for, for me, it was the growth company who did a 26-point action plan uh, and, and it was uh, groundwork, uh, and then it was lots of individuals who their their passion and sustainability and and, and willingness to help. <clears throat> and I think you've got to sort of understand like, like Einstein said, you know, is this a hostile world or is it a friendly world? And I found friendly people within the sustainability. Four years later, fast forward, um, with Crystal Doors did get planning permission, and I've not actually gone for any more planning permission with Rochdale Council yet. Um, but the, the the point is, is they saved my business. And I said, I'd do anything I will or can to be able to save it. And it, it's a, a mindset change that way that I look at now business has completely changed. Uh, and this is what gave us the, the opportunity to sort of say, well, let's see how far we can push it. And applying for the first award was the beginning of what is now 16. And what is now myself uh, on the Institute of Directors on the National Task Force, Make UK on the National Task Force, joined the FSB. Uh, to try and support other little businesses and parts of the chamber. So it, it's not just about winning the awards. It's not about achieving the standards. The next one that's coming through for Crystal Doors is going to be the B Corp. Uh, it's about sharing best practice of how we become business resilient. And that's the difference for me. It's it's not sort of saying I'm going to be an, an eco-warrior climbing up a tree. People believe that when I got my Nissan Leaf in 2017, you know, I came out of a, a fancy Jaguar that was a diplomat's car before that, big Range Rover before that, an M3. I've, I, I've done the show. I, I am the businessman who, who loves his toys, loves his money, loves his technology. Unfortunately, technology and sustainability are now going hand in hand for the way forwards. Yeah. So I, I think like hearing your journey and seeing how far you've gone and I, I see all the time uh, how far you go and you you do like you seem to push the boundaries all the time is that because you get more passionate about sustainability as you go along yeah the the, the the way to look at this world is i can't stop the sun from rising in the morning don't consider that switch off filter it out don't be upset with the influence of other people that are going to then influence you the media the understanding filter all that out 
I can influence other people in the positive way, which is to inspire people, make them feel happier. You know, ha happiness is a choice, but it's one that you've got to be able to filter out. I'm only accountable for myself. You know, so, so it can make an absolute whatever out there. You know, for my life, I'm accountable for, for the people that I employ, 30-odd, and for my family and for my own personal health and well-being to be able to go at the speed that I'm doing. Therefore, instantly, you're not looking at the world as other people look at it and they just complain and talk about the crisis. Um, we've even got Boris Johnson, I think it was Channel 4 last night, he said, if you carpet bomb and you just give everybody hundreds of little problems, they don't know which ones to pick up and therefore we can get away. And that's magic. You, know, you, you can see this hand and as you're looking at this hand, you can get something and then go, ha ha, it's magic. You're hiding the truth. And this is where I think myself as sort of a scientist, a bit, a bit mad, it doesn't matter. People have said, you know, maverick is been able to take out the things I can't deal with uh, and, and really, really push the things that I can deal with that are that are my responsibility. And I will be accountable and I will be transparent and I will then obviously then share it with everybody else and sort of say, well, it can be done. And that's where people have, have, have gone, oh, it's too much. Filter out a lot. Oh, it, it's, it, it's, it's impossible. I haven't got the resources. Crystal does, three million turnover company. I haven't got the resources. I've now spent over those seven years, three million pounds in investment. Everything's been cash flow positive. And it's, it's knowing what to do and how to do it and when to do it. Uh, and, and being ahead of the curve just makes it a bit easier because as long as I keep on doing the new innovation that is working, it keeps on returning the money for me. So would you say then that sustainability does pay that that actually, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I'm too small a business. Is it going to make a difference? In 2015, people did laugh at me. Uh, 2022, when the energy prices shot up and I said, sort of well, half my electricity is for free anyway. Uh, and I've signed up a contract knowing that electricity prices were going to go up. Uh, it, 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 it's about 2023, 2024, definitely 25. 2030 is 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 not people don't even know what's on, on, on the watch for then. That's when COP26, COP27 have both said that's the end of it. We're not going to pull things out of the oceans. Well, 30%. And we're not going to be chopping trees down and we're not going to be doing this and not going to be doing that. They are pushing it back so they can do as much damage as they can first and get away with what they can. <clears throat> but certainly we've now got the big companies, the pension companies, the banks, the insurance companies already pulling out. <clears throat> Once that goes to the big companies, they don't want to do anything. But in what's called scope three, which is up and down your supply chain, they're going to push it onto the smaller companies. Who'll push it onto the smaller companies? Who'll push it onto absolutely everybody? And before we know it, it will be you either comply by saying you're doing something better, that you're improving your, your carbon emissions, you're improving your eco, you're making your product more circular economy, you're making your product better value. Um, that's when we're going to get the big, big push. Uh, when we started to see about the carbon dioxide, when the electricity prices went up, they couldn't afford to make it anymore. There's going to be certain products, certain services, like somebody who's driving around all the time. When the cost of fuel goes up, you can pass it on. But when uh, another product comes into the marketplace, which is what I call radically disruptive, it's going to take out that market. So Tesla's market capitalization is, is way more than Toyota, who make more cars, way more than anybody else because theirs is an extremely disruptive new product in the market. Crystal doors, sorry that I'm answering my own questions, but this, this, this has to be rhetorical. Everybody's making furniture, and at the end of the life, you either, uh, in the olden days, it used to be amazing furniture, and you'd buy it. The, the new furniture, can't name any names, it goes into the skip. <clears throat> you replace a kitchen or a bedroom. 
crystal doors very shortly, uh, hopefully in the next year or two. This is where we're going to. This is where the circular economy really hits. I will buy that kitchen off you for the same price in 10 years' time. That is proven that your, your purchase price is one value. The cost of using something is another value. And the one that everyone's missing out on is what's the second-hand value? What's the end-of-life value? Can it go back into the system so it's a value? Is it too expensive to break down so therefore it just goes into the landfill or goes into a different system? Has it got any intrinsic value? That's your fast fashion. No, it hasn't. It's right in the bin. What happens if you did buy once, buy for life? You actually had some value in the products that you bought that we then started moving those products around. So we're not talking about degrowth of every business needs to stop manufacturing. It's companies like Crystal Doors, which will then succeed and our sales will be rising rapidly as the other companies who can't produce a circular economy product will fail. Mm. Literally, all doors fail. Yeah. I mean, that that transformation, I was, I'm seeing it with a few different companies. Um, you know, why would anybody not want to buy that product if they knew that in 10 years' time? So that's only going to be great for your business, great yeah. for the environment. It's like, it's almost like, it's one of those, it sounds too good to be true, but it's brilliant, you know, and it's going to do good for everyone. Um, I, I think that that circular economy, there's so much opportunity there for businesses. And once they recognise that, then then they'll be able to do really well. And you obviously do, and I've seen the stuff that you do, you have a lot of data. You, How has data helped you? Uh, the, the, the data is, is the massive one. The, the, data underpins, I think, the majority of any human, any machine, any advance is uh, the first thing for learning is what's called awareness. Uh, and awareness is only gained by having understanding. So the understanding in the olden days was sort of a register in the school where they signed up and they knew, oh, yes, those people are in. That is data. What we've now got is is the level of data, is, is, is you know facial recognition. We can now see if those children... Uh, upset, they're happy, they're working, they're whatever. Now we've got to the, the, the extent of what's called big data, which means the data has to be growing in size, as in it can't just be a small amount and you've got lots and lots of data, it's got to be growing. So ours is actually now physically growing up like, like a mushroom. Now we've just taken on that every single one of our machines has now got granular data of saying what electricity is being used every single 10 seconds. Uh, and, and that's just opened up another minefield of sort of saying, well, we know so much information how do we manage that information? That's where you've got to realise the data side is a calculator. Chat GBT, any artificial intelligence, it's a pattern matcher. That's it. Just don't think of artificial intelligence as, you know, a super brain. It's not. It's pattern matching. Whoever types in the algorithm or the way that the computer looks it up, they're the ones who are in charge of the pattern matching. Therefore, we're starting to already see that it's great at pattern matching and getting all this data out of what a human can't do out of 10 billion pieces of information. But when it's only sourcing where it wants to source from, you've now got political will to change what people see. You've got a, a filter to change what people see. And it's understanding how to then use that data. And that's that's the clever part. And, and statisticians and mathematicians absolutely love lying <clears throat> because you can get maths and statistics to say whatever you want. And that's, once again, for, for me, you know, you, you need this ethical compass. You need to have this um, understanding, realisation that, one, we are human and we're, we're trying to battle our way through this world of, of mystery 
Uh, and obviously, as we're starting to look into the stars in the universe, we've seen a lot more than what we, we expected. And it really is now a mystery of, of what, what's happening in this, in this uh, universe. But for a, a, a person running a business, data is the big thing. Data will get you all the different standards. And for me, like B Corp, that's what they want. They want evidence. They want data. They want proof. Uh, and and you know would change the whole lot of politics if they had to actually be transparent. Yeah. You know, the, once you've got accountability, you've got responsibility, uh, and 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 that's when you've got data and you've got real data, not the the, the pseudonym data of you know this is what we created and this is what we believe. Uh, but data has has made crystal doors change everything. We've now got everything in one portal, and the whole point is is anything even sort of the van drivers dropping off things we've got that on now the mobile app to get the data within one silo for which we manage not things in different silos and that's where small companies can really rapidly um, jump ahead of the large companies who do work in silos now i've worked and supported some very very large companies and when you realize they've got 14 sites and they've got sort of like 48 managers and you're trying to sort of hold it together and some are on board and some are not on board they can't move at speed they are the dinosaurs it's the small companies who come up with the great idea uh, and accelerate that idea that are going to become the 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 the, uh, the wealthier, uh, the 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 rapidly growing, and and the successful businesses in the future. Mm. Yeah. So once you've got that data, uh, you can see everything. What like what steps did you make then to obviously that was a big part of your reduction plan. Uh, it is. It's um, cost efficiency. So the, the one that the government was pushing with the grants was about how many more employees to, did you take on? Uh, and that obviously doesn't work because the companies and business like, well, this doesn't work anymore. Where now they're giving the grants out based on uh, productivity of, a, of an employee. So if an employee is creating 100 grand's worth of wealth, that's better than somebody creating 50 grand's worth of wealth. They're worth twice as much. What we're now able to do is because of that data is not precisely is we're making a bespoke product but we now have the data to say we can change the prices depending on what the oil price is coming in, the board price coming in, the glue price coming in, the employees coming in, the electricity coming in, how it goes through that machine, how it then connects to all the different machines. And at long last, we've now got what's called profit streams, uh, which then picks out that individual customer of what they're purchasing. Are we making the right amount of profit out to that customer? Are we making the right amount of product out to the different products that we make? Are we making the right amount of uh, profit out of the machines that we're running? And even the individual employees, and that's that's really had to be the reason why we're going over to a, <clears throat> an employees on trust, because it's not fair as, as an owner of a company to be sort of saying, look, this is how transparent we're going to make everything. This is how obvious it's going to be, and you're going to see Billy over there makes a lot of money for this company, and he's still on minimum wages. And that doesn't seem fair anymore, uh, and, and this is where I've been brave enough to sort of say, this is this is how we make money. Uh, businesses hide that from a lot of com uh, companies. This is what you need to focus on. And it has changed the mindset of my employees. And that's why I said last year was a great year. This year is absolutely they're their own band now. They're, they're making their own music. Uh, and I think that's the other one is, is businesses are more successful when everybody feels happy. They feel that they're inclusive and they feel that they're the part of it. Uh, it it's, it, it's not, it, it was what was seen as, as family. And it's, you know, we, we stick together. But that's got its good and its bad. Where we are now is we've got this single vision. The single vision is it's we know we can gain sales uh, quite easily because of the brand value of where Crystal Doors is going. But the employees are all in the same direction 
that that's great that we're busier that we're becoming more productive uh, and, and we've, we're now tailoring what they enjoy about the life of crystal doors so that's their contract i have to go home at two o'clock to pick my kids up that's great you won't be doing overtime after two o'clock i can come in at weekends great that's it we've got somebody on the weekends and and, and it's about how how do you manage people you know it's not it's, it's an old one now is it's not what you say it's not what you do it's how you make people feel and I think when you can make people feel happy, once again, this is back to the, the SMEs, the small companies and the big companies are having to chase us. You know, it's, it's, it's the small companies that are the leaders. You know, they, they have to try and put in big systems and they try and do it as cheap as possible because they've still got that, that, that crazy one which says uh, it's profit for the shareholders. Mm. Work harder, employees, because we want more profit for the shareholders. It doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't fit in my head. No, and I, you know, I always think you can't be sustainable without being socially responsible. And it uh, you have to take that holistic approach to it. And obviously, you know, you've shown there how it can benefit the employees and how good they feel about working with you, um, which, which is great. Um, so you, you mentioned before you're on your B Corp journey. How's that been? That's been absolutely fantastic. Um, I, I, I only won the awards because I know how to reverse engineer and I know how to look at frameworks. I didn't realize that that was that was my genius or my thing to do. Uh, it, it is because uh, leaving university with me, me, me a food manufacturing degree is yes, I was, I could have been sponsored to to do a PhD, and and that is where my um, sort of passion is is that the internet is is just allowing me to be able to find the good news, the truth, and you know the the the, the, the weird news that people don't search down. But that's that's where the science and, and the reality is when you go digging deep. Uh, and that's what I enjoy is is finding the truth. Um, but for, 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 for myself, it, it's been very much that that journey. And when I came across B Corp, and some somebody mentioned B Corp, and they said, "Oh, this impact assessment," and they said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And the whole night, I think it was. I think it was about four hours, six hours later. I got to question two hundred and fifty. Wow, this is so aligned to what I thought. And there was not a lot I had to change. The only change was is I was dreaming. Uh, I was saying, this is what I'd like it to be. And then B Corp then says, can you evidence it? And that's a big difference between we believe in the philosophy of we'd like to do this. Can you evidence that you've got the policies in place? Can you evidence that you that this is really happening? Uh, and that's when, uh, you know, the, the points got shot down from about 156 straight down to the sort of like the 130. But we're holding out at 130 at this moment in time, going through the, the, the system. Uh, and we've sort of gained a few points and lost a few points. Uh, and hopefully we'll, we'll we'll be sort of signed off. But that shows once again is 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 the evidence. Is they're sort of saying there's your first assessor. You haven't answered all the questions. Would you like to? And then the second assessor, we haven't got all the evidence. <clears throat> Can you start uploading? And then the third assessor is right. Then this is your evidence that you've submitted. We'll let you submit. They'll change a few bits maybe. But now we're going to start taking points off you because you've not met the standards. And one of them was, is Crystal Dozer's property, I was over the moon, it's um, EPC, which is the sort of the environmental, you know, saying that the, the building's, the, the energy performance certificate. And it's, it's carbon positive, it's a, it's a plus, it's an A plus, it's plus 15, it's one of the best in the country. And they took two and a half points off us because they said, this is the standard. And I was angry saying, why is the EPC standard not good enough? Once again, did a massive search. The EPCs are actually out of where they should be. So the government's made its own little idea of, we'll make everything look really, really good. Uh, and this said so the EPC has a lot of 
sort of um, it, it sort of thinks that that should be the right answer and it's not the truth. Uh, and where the B Corp have said this is the standard and that standard is a lot harder. So on the next one, we'll have to get that standard and not the UK's idea of an EPC with a lot of sort of pretend bits inside it because they don't actually test the building properly. They just guess it all. Fascinating. So would you say that B Corp is the best accreditation that you could go for? Uh, it, it, it might even wipe out all the awards. That's what's scary. Uh, it's theoretically, you know, I, I've been a, a judge for the the, the the Good Small Business Award. Um, that, that's uh, happening in Liverpool very, very shortly and hopefully it'll continue every single year. They've had hundreds of applicants. It's, it's been amazing. And the companies to do with the sustainability, to do with what they're doing in, in the, the, the this country is absolutely amazing. Uh, and and it's, it's good to be on the other side instead of applying to actually be on the judge side of seeing lots and lots of applicants that's B Corp. That is what B Corp does. It is an assessment of, of the, the five different areas, but it's the number of questions and the, and the the level of proof is once again is you know people when they go for the awards they try and make sure that there is evidence uh, and that's what I did. I, I looked at every single one in company's house. I looked at every single website. I looked at the searches. It takes a lot of time to find that evidence. To, to have a company that's been signed up to say at least you've got the eighty points. <clears throat> You know, it'd be, it'd be better to get the hundred and something points and B Corp are now changing it. I think it's very, very shortly, which is you got to get a balance. Is it's not fair that some companies, you know, they, they pay an absolute fortune, so the workers is really high, uh, and then everything else is poor and they've scraped through because just one of the five sections is good. Now they're saying that you've got to get a balance across the old five, you can't just get through on one section of like ours is the environment is much, much higher, or something to do with the community or something to do with the governance. Uh, and I think. B Corp now, because it's global as opposed to just a, a, a local one, is it, it's the probably the, by far the strongest. I, I, I've seen somebody who came out with something like this 2030, and it was too onerous. It was too difficult. Uh, it, it, it was uh, the, 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 it, it has to be at a level that people can look at it and enjoy. Just right. do the B impact assessment for that. Just Just look at the questions and go. 15 times the, the, the average employee, and that's how much I can earn as the boss. No, I want it 3,000 times. Mm, well, <laughs> B Corp doesn't align with you, does it? And there's, there's lots of questions like that, that you've, you've got to work out. Is that where my business fits? I, I get it. This is where this is where utopia is. This is the Greta Thunberg. This is where, you know, people think, no, people are actually achieving it. This is not, this is not, this is not a, a, a dream and a vision. Companies are achieving it. And the respects that you gain for someone like Patagonia, when you sort of say, well, little business, two people, I get it. You just sign up and you, and, and you, you sort of sit around the table and say, yeah, yeah, we'll sign up to these, we'll write all the policies. And I've seen a, a guy who's online shopping, absolutely brilliant. He's got an amazing score and he's, he's admitted he started his company up under the pretense, I'm going to base it on B Corp. And that is absolutely awesome. When you've got a company like mine, 30 odd employees that's been going for nearly 30 years, and you've got your systems and procedures and all the rest of it, that's your standard of your company. Right. It's much harder then to make it fit into B Corp. And when you've then got a, a multi multinational company, it really is a, a tough one. Uh, and, and Patagonia, I thought, I can show transparency of, of my business more than Patagonia by a long way. They showed all 67 of their sites around the world and where they get everything from. I thought, that's good transparency. It's you, you start to realize the difference between a company 
who, who you, you know, the, the, I, I, I won't name them, the, the clothing company said, we want to be the most sustainable in the world. And it's like, that is now greenwash. <clears throat> because you can't evidence anything. Mm. Where B Corp is, there's my evidence, and it's been third-party approved. Uh, and, and, and that's where, once again, we've got the government to the politicians. None of their stuff is actually third-party approved because they've got somebody in the third party. They've got somebody, it, it is, it's, it's almost best friend approved. And, and that's where we've, we've really got to sort of re- remove regulations and policies. And I, I won't name all the standards and all the rest of it is the standards were written by the idiots who then think that they're standards. You can't have the police policing the sort of the police. It's, like, it's, it's, it's madness where, where we've got in society. And this is only through, obviously, my scientific of wanting to search and search and search and search. But you start to realise how crazy some businesses are. B Corp, uh, I, I've, I've drilled hard. Yes, the guy who started it did come from BlackRock. Yes, that is the big pension people. That means he actually knows what's going on in capitalism, because that's the other side. As if he doesn't know about what's going on in capitalism, that's an absolute blinder. The world of this, this, this money and the economy is an illusion. When it becomes central bank digital currency, once again, this world's going to become a little illusion. Uh, and um, we either live with the illusion and feel happy, and that, that's fine for a lot of people. But as soon as you start to understand reality and how, how perverse the system is of social engineering, that's when you either say enough's enough. Uh, and that's the one, going back to Einstein, I can quote all Einsteins, and, and, and it's absolutely amazing. It's not the ones doing evil, because there's less than 1%. It's the ones that stand by and do nothing about it. And that's the 99%. They're the ones that are the, the problem. Is is We've got to make those changes. It's not the ones that, that are causing it. Liz Trust, wonderful woman telling us that we're going to have oil fields and new things. I went absolutely crazy, rang them up and said, pull my gas meter out tomorrow. And, and they came a week later, pulled it out and went, oh, I've got no hot water. I've got no shower. I've got no heating. Uh, my kitchen's got a gas. I've still got crisis. Five months later, uh, waiting for my, uh, I've got, I've now spent nearly twenty grand. Batteries outside, the, the, the embedded carbon, massive. Long term, there is no gas, and gas obviously is is if all the customers literally cancel their gas, they said they weren't going to pay. Then that ain't going to work. I'll go in court. Have your gas meter pulled out. Wow, that that really was a crisis. But that evil person caused a good person to then take so much action. And that's that. That is the essence of, of what I'm trying to say. Is the harder they make it, the more fun and the more effort I will put in. To then obviously to every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. That that's science. That's physics. And that is also you start to see it's true. People sort of say it's oh, it's such a negative world. You'd be amazed how much energy that gives people like me and gives the the protesters. And obviously they close the protesters down because they, they they're too good. They, 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 they've caught, caught the government out and caught the, sort of the system out completely. And when we've got enough people wanting to do good, the bad people disappear very, very quickly. Yeah. But Joe, <laughs> when I listen to you, I literally think, legend, you really walk the walk. And, you know, it, it's fascinating to see. Where are you on your net zero journey? Uh, the net zero journey is, is good news. Um, uh, I was going to start making plywood doors uh, to, to re- remove the plastic because of one of the talks, a master's student instantly said, how, how are you sustainable? You're making plastic coated doors. 
and that is that is literally sort of like 50% of our problem or challenge. Uh, it, 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 for every ton of plastic that we're using, it's three tons of carbon emissions. And I said, but we recycle it and send it on. And said, no, 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 no. It's what you purchase. When you send it on to be recycled, which is 99.5, well, it's all our plastics recycled, um, they get the credit of the three tons to take off because they're going to be reprocessing it. So we're always charged with this. It, it's our, our sort of emissions. And when we send it on to somebody else, they take it off as their emissions. So it's like, fine, that's, you know, that, that's audited properly. Um, so the idea was, is Latvia, uh, Russia, uh, a few other countries around Russia, uh, Ukraine, buy the plywood in. And that's obviously not really happened. Um, the plywood costs and the, and the plywood has been very, very difficult. Is uh, uh, we, we made the sample doors out of plywood. We started the testing. We've still got this humongous half a million pound big drilling machine. That's going to hopefully get us a patent uh, in the next sort of year or so, um, um, we are going to apply for patents. I know what I want to do. It has to be technically difficult. It's going to be really technically difficult. Um, but the whole point is, is my door, you'd say, that's a crystal doors. You can't deny it, uh, as in the brand value is, is there within it. And that's where we're going to then start putting the serial number on it, which is then going to get us into the circular economy. So we then hold responsibility and accountability for our product. Wouldn't that be wonderful if one of these big sandwich companies did that when we see all that litter everywhere? Or, or, or the other products is we're going to hold on to the accountability and responsibility of that product for its entire life for your entire life or eternity to be able to say that you can come back and say this is where crystal doors is and that's another reason of getting it onto an employee's own trust they're really really difficult to break down and sell off where if it was passed through the families surprisingly one of the families says we're a bit lazy and parents have had loads of money we're going to sell off the estate, we're going to sell off the business, and we've seen that with, uh, I can name them, that's Renolit. Humongous company, and it's the grandchildren who have basically said, give us the cash, we're not bothered about your business, it's a horrible business, it's you know, whatever. <laughs> we like the planes and the helicopters and the castles that we can buy. Uh, it is, it's literally the billions. Uh, and, and the company split into two, and it's like, what's going on? Because in the next generations, becoming an employee's own trust does give that sort of continuous role. And that's where B Corp is obviously keen on the employees on trust. You get a lot of points for that. They're keen on the sustainable development goals. That started off in 2015. I picked that one in 2017. And every single year, it was like so much effort. I've even been on some of the, the webinars with the sort of the, the global uh, compacts and the rest of it. It's getting worse every single year, yet we're supposed to have achieved that by 2030. Uh, and, and B Corp is, is, is one of them that, that's pushing it. And if, if anybody is, is, has got the time and listening to this, it's the real company of, of Crystal Doors is Right House Limited. Off the shelf, that's that's all it was in 1994. If you type in Right House Limited and look at the company's accounts, you'll see at the very, very top, purpose of the business. And then it explains, and we have about six pages to do with the sustainable goals, to do with B Corp, to do with our carbon, to do with our journey. And then we say, oh, yeah, and some financials, isn't it? Yeah, and there's a few pages of financials at the bottom. That's when you start to realise what's important. It's It really is about our people about our planet and then it's about the profit at the bottom and and, and put it in that order uh, and and then I've, I've looked at sort of one of the, some of the big big companies and, and they'll print 145 pages off and you go the summary is about the money and i can't see much uh, apart from lots of championing little things that don't really have the relevance tell me the facts what was what was the emissions last year what have you achieved this year is it more than 10 percent has it gone down and they haven't they've gone up and they're trying to hide it with everything else. And that's where this transparency needs to be 
is, is once again, if they give so much information out, you'll never be able to find the real information that you want. And that's, I think, Crystal Doors' best success is, I know I talk and talk and talk, but it's about that clear message of this is where we are and this is what we've achieved. The Crystal Doors didn't start off with a huge amount of tonnage, uh, and the one that we we'll, we'll put it in the, the next one is we've now got the green electricity. Uh, a lot of companies on on, on Squat One and Two. First thing you do is oh, buy that green electricity. We'll get a massive saving. We don't need to do anything else. Do that last. It's a bit like playing cards. You, you hold on to your wild card until the end. Uh, is Crystal Doors has now gone on to uh, SSE Energy Solutions, but ours is 100% guaranteed. It's next generation. I know the, the actual windmill and when it was producing the energy and then we then took it and it's not being given to anywhere else. The, the, the sort of this green energy, they've sold it 10 times over. So it's, it, once again, it's, it's just a mystery. You've got to have that electricity when it was produced. Yes, I'll be getting electricity from wherever it is produced around here. But we're purchasing that electricity and it's allocated to us and it's accountable. And that, once again, Sam, is we're going back to that data. That's the reason why data is so important. Can you have the proof of accountability? Yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, I, I loved, love, love this conversation. I knew it was going to be good. And I know so many people are going to be going to take points away from this and learn from this. My final question would be to those businesses that, you know, they're just starting out. What is the, it, having gone through everything that you've gone through, what is the thing that you would say to them? You must have had challenges and made mistakes. If you could start again, what would you say yeah. to them? Where, where to start? Yeah, for, for, I started as a lonely person on my own journey uh, with some outside people that were, that were helping me uh, and, and the business people around me didn't get me. The first thing you do is inspire everybody else. So therefore, it becomes the team from day one. Is the chief sustainable officer is the, the, to, to explain that you're trying to change the culture. I was sort of like the odd person out of my business, and it's taken quite a lot of effort to get into my business. For me, it's uh, whoever's the boss, whoever's signs the, the checks and pays the money. They've got a simple job, a pledge. That's it. Just pledge, say, yeah, 2050, that's that's the worst you can do. Say scientific, that's the clever one. So therefore, you've got it going downhill all the time, and not just delaying. But if you pledge 2050 and you say scientific, you've got to make a reduction after your baseline assessment. Uh, once you've got that pledge, shout about it so everybody knows, and therefore you can't take that pledge off the table easily. And then inspire everybody to say, year one, it's so easy, year one, because you want it as bad as possible. You want your baseline assessment to be horrendous. You you want you want it to be that you know let, let's buy some secondhand lorries and, and, and drive them up and down the motorway to get that. Or you've got to be go back a three That's years to, to when it's really really bad because you're looking at the reduction. You have to get that reduction. So year one is 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 celebrate how bad you are. It's celebrate what what you do. You know, the, the, your, your meat eaters, it's the, your fly aeroplanes, you, you do the lot. The first year, just look at what you do that's really bad because you can, that's the last year you're going to enjoy it. After that, year two, you've now got easy gains. So you've got two years now, really easy. Year three, think about it, switch something. By that time, the government and everybody else is going to be screwing you anyway. So you're going to have to do so much. But you'll have to prove to somebody in, by 2025, be that small company or big company, that you started your journey, that the government will start really putting pressure on or will start giving gifts away to people that are on the journey. 
2030, it's it's just going to be part of life. You know, you carry a £10 note in one hand and you have green money in the other hand. It, it's going to be that bad. If the, if the digital currency comes through, they will control your money uh, and they will control it in a way that they'll want products like mine, for which we can then have 20 billion people on this planet all happy and living in an illusion, or it's going to be decimation of 3 billion people. That's reality. They don't want to tell you that. They're talking about it's going to get hotter. Yes, it's going to get hotter. The consequences of it getting hotter is the people who haven't got much money to be able to adapt in certain parts of the world that didn't actually cause any of this problem. They're the ones that are going to suffer and suffer in, in big, big numbers. Um, and for me, it's start today, start now, start at the end of here. The B Corp impact, 250 questions, that's the hard one. The, the easy one is SME Hub. Um, there's, there's a lot and lots of websites that want to give you the help is don't try and take it on in one go. It's the same way to meet an elephant. It's a mouthful at a time. It's changing the attitude inside your head changed everything for me. It was those people at the very, very beginning. It was like, what? You're not going to bill me? What? You're happy to help me for free? It's, it's, it's having that helping hand from a lot of people. And, and you start to realize it's, it's not a hostile world. It's a very friendly world when we find the friendly people. People like yourselves come there. It's time to sort of say, this is where we're up to. This is what we're doing. Come and join the journey with us. You're a hero with us. And that's when you start to feel that positivity. So for, for anybody not knowing what to do next, what to whatever, uh, B Corp tells you about your workers, tells you about the community, tells you about your customers, tells you about the environment. Is Just look at a few of those questions. Uh, look at what um, carbon, personal carbon footprint is. World Wildlife Fund, it used to be take three minutes and now takes five. Even they've, they've made it a bit tougher. Uh, but the World Wildlife Fund, personal carbon footprint, start off on that one. Second one, business carbon footprint, scope one, scope two. Forget about scope three. This is too tough. Do that in two years' time. You'll be fine. <clears throat> scope one and two, giving a good day for a small business, single site, you can do that and offset it and you're carbon neutral in the first day. So that really is a certificate work getting, isn't it? Saying you're carbon neutral. It's, it's, it's how much you've offset it. You've done nothing. But even that is becoming a little bit controversial because companies are like, oh, it's all right, just... Um, you know, buy this off me, buy that. We're going to plant a couple of trees. And... No, no. Planting trees now, we've finished. There's no point in planting trees. So planting a sapling weighing 100 grams is going to gain 100 grams a year at the most until it gets to a mature side. We're not down 3 billion trees last year, more than anybody's ever planted. So if you look at the actual content of carbon that's been taken out of the system and transferred into, let's say, Drax, 50% of all the wood imported, gets burnt that comes into the UK. Just think about that. The train goes past us three, four, five times a day uh, to burn. They're happy to pay 400 tonne, I've heard once since then. I can't think that can be true. But the cost of, of what we're doing, we don't realise. That's the eye-opener for me, is when you understand the cost to nature, the cost of, uh, yes, the fish are free in the sea, but a, a, a bottom trawler dredging the bottom destroying so much the cost of that two pound fish in a shop is nothing compared to the the, the, the irreparable cost and and that's that's where for me is we, we bought some um it was becca pumps and it's like that's cost 50 grand for saving four ton a year that's like what more than ten thousand pounds per ton of carbon that's where we're at and that's where our grandchildren will be at to try and even get one ton out of the, the atmosphere 
it's going to cost some absolute fortune. This idea that technology is going to save everything in another 50 years' time, we're past that point. Technology is here today. You touched on it, Sam, by saying about the data capture. You touched on it, Sam, about where the places to go. You touched on it, Sam, about how we're going to change our societies to circular economy. You touched on it, Sam, that what are the first steps that we do today? It's possible. This is the year of, of the, the tipping point. The tipping point to do with the planet, they keep an extremely quiet. It's gone. It's past. We're, we're past it. The, the, the mankind cannot save this planet from the ecosystem changes of what Mother Earth is now starting to evolve. We know that because the, the, the ice caps of the north. The methane's now coming out of Russia. Forget about the oil companies wanting to spew more up there. Nature is now making its own decision that it's now mass extinction for what it believes is the polluter. That surprisingly is the, is the human species. It's going to make its own decision of how hostile this planet is now going to become. Uh, and it's it's for humans to either adapt, and that's the business resilience side. So I've got enough money to be able to keep on moving forwards. But it's 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 going to be exactly the same as as cheap clothing did to to make um, poor people disappear. That, that that's a horrible way to say it, but you won't see a bowler cat. But in the sort of Victorian times, it was obvious who had money and bought brand new clothes and who hadn't. It's going to be obvious which companies are going to go pop because they've got too many carbon emissions and they're not eco-friendly. And you'll look back in history at some companies in 2023 and say, wow, they should have gone a long, long time ago. And I can name and shame them all now. They shouldn't be in existence for what they're manufacturing and what it's worth. You know, is it something that is of value? Just have a look at a lot of the, the things, you know, buy it and say you've got to have it for the rest of your life. And obviously things like food, you know, are you going to are you going to consume 100% guaranteed? Otherwise, you pay for it. They've done that in Singapore. You, you pay a fixed price and then you pay a fine for what you don't eat. And they said, it's amazing. We're actually saving money because people are eating smaller portions. So the cost of it, the sale is actually okay. And the idiots who then don't, you know, who, who throw it away, we're making the profit out of them. So it's it's starting to become we're making the profit out of the, the people who are being silly. Is back to Liz Trust, bless her, for, for wanting to do all the terrible things that Whitehall wanted to do and then obviously kick her out. But by saying that, her evilness caused me to do so much good. Uh, and it's exactly the same. Is it, it's, it's going to come along very, very shortly that people are going to say, that's no good. Uh, last year, they started to pick on the SUVs, the big, big vehicles. Yes, this was like four times as bad for the emissions and the production of the car and the end of life of the car and everything else. And you've got one person sitting in it driving around going, oh, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm really rich. You don't understand what wealth is. Wealth is about what a person gives back to nature, what a person gives back to others. So stolen because of economic uh, um, laws of the UK and the, the world, that they've got their thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of pounds. That doesn't make them wealthy. Wealthy is what a person is of what they give to others and what they give back to nature. They're eco-side uh, and, and they're ignorant and they're the ones who need to be paying the price now and they will be paying the price, I, I believe, over the next five, ten years. At the moment, they, they're once again getting away with trying to rustle around uh, with the friends to work out how they can hold on to the power. Because very, very shortly in the next few years, there is going to be a kickback of people saying enough's enough. And that's when we'll see the shift of people switching over to something that's much more environmentally friendly and starting to realise that the value of, of our lives is sustainability, which is to leave in a better place than we found. And that's that's the missing link. 
And the, the missing link for me is why I try so much is I want to uh, last a few more years to be able to get that break even on my side to be able to say I've, I've contributed back to nature and contributed back to society more than I've taken. And it really is a tough one to try and play. But for me, that is living a life that is, is worth living. Richard, honestly, I said it before, you're an absolute legend. And <laughs> you share this far and wide. And I hope so many people listen to it because you speak so much sense. I come up against these challenges every single day when I'm speaking to clients, when I'm consulting, when I'm training. And you've answered it all. And you... you oh, the the, 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 the best one for me is when they don't talk to me and they say, oh, I'm not interested in this. Don't worry about it. You won't be in business in five years' time. I don't need to talk to you. You're the, you're the, the other person that I don't need to talk to. The people that I need to talk to are the ones that are receptive, the ones that get it, because they're the future society. And it's, it's going to be both of them, the, the, the company that's trying and the company that doesn't care, it's both of their children and grandchildren who'll be going, that granddad was an idiot. That grandmother didn't know what she was doing. It's, it's when you start looking back in history, <clears throat> we're going to see that we were savages. In, in the same way as we say, we're not savages now, we're very, you know, you know we, we, we've got all, all the cleaning products that we need and all the makeup that we need. It's, it's, it's essential to be, you know, the beautiful people that we are because we're, we're, we're now humane. Reality is we are still savages compared to where we need to be uh, is is if, if we're at the top of the, the tree, uh, the top of the, the pyramid, top of the whatever you want to call it, is, is the top, top predator, we're doing a really bad job because we're just abusing everybody below us. I thought a guardian is like a guardian for looking after your children. It's like we're just abusing all, all, all that we command. You'd be put in prison if you do it with your children, but you're not put in prison if it's to do with animals and it's to do with the, the, the eco side and the damage. But now we're starting to realise we're damaging everybody else. Uh, the last report, and this will say when the, this this was produced, 0.01% of Earth air is clean enough for humans to actually exist. And that must be some remote place that's <laughs> not even Arctic or not even in the centre of, of the Amazon. We've got pollution in the air at levels for which the human uh, is not happy. Uh, and then this sort of go through, back through the history is people did possibly last for a lot longer. It, 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 it sounds a bit obvious. Feed people poisons that cause them to be ill and then get even more money to then try and make them better. You're not wanting to make people be low cost. They need the taxes. They need the incomes from businesses. We've got to realise where capitalism and politics fits within the society of where they've got us now. That obviously, you know, we're stuck in a matrix where it's very, very difficult to get out. And I'm sort of proving how I can sort of hop jump with, with the amount of money that I've got to so to say, at least this is this is this is this is sanctuary and this is safety to sort of say I'm trying my best to get out of the system because the system isn't working for the people anymore. It's working for the the few, and we started to see that three rich Americans have got more wealth than the bottom ten percent of the Americans. When you look at America, it's far far worse than England, and we're we're more akin to now America because they've decided not to want to be part of Europe. God knows how that happened once again. The younger generation all wanted to stay in Brexit, uh, wanted to stay in, in Europe. It was only the older generation that wanted to Brexit. So should we have a referendum in another five years, ten years' time? So we we'll have to see what's going on because the, the youth and, and, and fitting into Europe, it seems it seems crazy that we, we, we think that we're not part of the rest. Nature does not see borders. No. You know, it's, 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 this, once again, is this fallacy of the illusions of mankind. 
is is when you start to look and that, that that's one of the things that i've sort of said is look through the lenses of nature you know is, is this naturally normal as opposed to is this financially to my benefit and i can then create this and i've got this wealth and i've got this and i've got I, it's all about self then isn't it when it becomes i've got it's what can you give uh, that's that's a famous one from America. It's not what 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 we can give the American people. It's what the American people can give the government. And it, it is what is it as as a leader? Uh, you know, I, I'm in a very very privileged position. Is is what do I give back? It's not what I take. Look at landlords do re-renting properties. They they they're causing a lot of slowing down of the systems. Uh, and they they want their wealth. That's it. You know. Is that a spread a, a spread wealth? Is that a shared wealth? No, it's mine. I own it. Uh, I'm trying to buy the field that's here, and he says, "Oh no, we're farmers. We look at uh, we, we buy it. We don't sell it." No, you're custodians. You're responsible for it. I'm trying to want to help you look after it properly, rather than just leave it in the state that it's in and letting it go into to not necessarily ruin, but to be able to improve it. But they're not interested. And, and people need to realise that we are Castonians. We're here for a fleeting moment in life. That's it. We, 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 we've, we've come a long way from get the 13.8 billion years that universe started. Let's get to the 4 million years. Let's get to the, the last... Oh, since 1970, when I was born, that's when the beginning of the carbon emissions started to rise. The population's doubled. That isn't the problem. It's the consumption of what people are using, the energy that people are using, and it's being driven by who's the cheapest, which is fine, that's capitalism, and now it's gone out of control. That's too many people in this world are now wanting to consume more and more and more and more, and the government's already playing, whether you like it or not, is we have got, uh, when they sort of say degrowth, everybody's got degrowth because the government's now taking all the money off you, because you're paying it in energy, you're paying it in rent, you're paying it in food, <gasps> you've got no spare cash, and they're now saying spare cash, which is this book, Disposable income is now worse than before the war. So we've got the worst. So they've caused the degrowth that they wanted in society. So whether you think you're not on the journey or you are on the journey to do with green, the government's agenda, the world agenda, World Economic Forum, the, the Bank of International Settlements, the, the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, if you don't think you're part of the system, you are in the system, whether you like it or not, and green is coming at one hell of a speed. And these are now signs that exist. <clears throat> is you need to start your journey as soon as possible because the big system has already started turning its keys. Mother Earth has already started unlocking all the doors and causing the, the, the chaos. Of, and, and, and the insurance companies are, are running away from any risk. The banks are running away from any risk if you're taking out a loan if it's not got your green credentials with it. And the pension companies, for the big, big companies, won't invest in them. So it has started. It's just... Everyone's expecting, you know, a cloud to go over that says, you know, it's time to start. They're expecting some something to happen in the newspapers. It won't. The reality is it's like nature. It's it's moving very, very quickly, but very, very silently. Uh, and and that's that's what's happened uh, between 2020 or even sort of the time of COVID. We can't work remotely. Guess what we did? Humans adapt when they put in crisis. I was put in crisis and look what happened. <laughs> a big jump. Well, uh, those, those those companies that say, oh, no, 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 they're not in crisis. The, 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 the issue hasn't reached their door. The people in Ukraine, there won't be anybody in any part of that place in Ukraine that is not in crisis. Yeah, the war in you know next door in Poland, there's a border, 
And then on that border, yes, there's a huge amount of tanks and there's no war, there's the odd missile that might fall over, whatever. They're just sitting at home quite, not, 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 but they're not in crisis. And then you go another few miles down the road and there's no signs of anything. Uh, and that's how humans respond. If that was nature, it'd be very difficult. It'll be different. It, it, it spreads out rapidly. The birds know what's happening with the weather. This, this flocking. The, 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 we only see a tiny, tiny amount of reality with our ears, our mouths, our nose, and our brains is 98% illusion. We live a life of an illusion. And those people that start to connect back to nature uh, are the ones who are going to realise that that is sustainability. That is that is the, the life that will continue. Uh, and that what's transit, what comes and goes is this material world, just mortal dust. You know, is, is, is the, the fancy car and the fancy house and the fancy this really, really worth it? When you look at the perspective of wealth and what what is taken forward in society, once again we're back to the the the, the fashion. No, nobody's walking around with bowler hats anymore. Yes, that used to be the pinnacle of somebody's status. Uh, and, and and the horses, the material things disappear. What remains is the positive things, and that's where nature is very very clever. Anything that's positive stays within the loop and is is perpetuated. All the radicals and crazy stuff are great because they cause change, but they will get thrown out of the loop. The sustainability of nature continues, whatever. And it will, that's that's the positive of, of understanding where we are at the moment, that I can jump out of bed and say, come on, Richard, it's a good day today. We're getting on with some positive stuff uh, and, and, and not be concerned about the negative. Richard, I could listen to you all day long. You <laughs> just like sitting there in fascination. You've answered every single question. Oh, thank you. Everything. And I'm so grateful. I'm so glad we took this time. Thank you so much. I can't wait to share this. And I really, really appreciate you. And thanks for all the work that you're doing. Thanks for transforming your business. Thanks for sharing it. Um, you know, being able to share it with others in in such a beautiful way. Um, I really, really appreciate that. No, it's absolutely my pleasure, Sam. Uh, I, 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 I did it for myself, then I did it for others, and now I'm just proving what can be achieved. Uh, and it, it really is now an absolutely epic journey. And it, it's, it's not my journey, it's everybody else's journey. It's, it's your journey as well. It's, it's all the heroes that, that are are just making me go faster and faster and faster. And, and, and it is about standing on the shoulders of giants. It's getting that help from other people who know what they're doing, who have been down that that that, that new path of sustainability. Uh, and for me, it, it's, it's, it's a different type of person to speak to. And it's an absolute pleasure. And it's been a pleasure being with you this morning. Thank you very much indeed, Sam. Thank you. Have a really, really good day. Thanks so much. Yeah.